When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, we should probably check it and see what's going on with that whole Ticketmaster uh, Washington, D.C. situation. Because... There is a hearing today, and I believe it was being live streamed. It started at nine o'clock our time. Whoa, it's our competition, right? Hey, courtroom d- feeds. Don't worry about it. We'll tell you what's going on as soon as we find out. I feel like we're not going to find anything out. I feel like you're right. I feel like it's just going to be like just- the only update I want is no more tickets are above a hundred dollars, and each person can only buy four tickets. Well, you know, they're they're still like robbing people. It's like eighty dollars and then sixty dollars in fees. It's ridiculous. But anyway, there is a hearing today, um, all about you know how Ticketmaster is like a presumed monopoly, and um, what are we going to do about it? May I say something? Yes. When you have big companies like this, and this is probably my mind doesn't work correctly. If they said, Ticketmaster, you were bad. You're being bad. You're so bad. $300 fine. It does nothing for me on an emotional level as a consumer. Sure. Like, what do you... What, what, but they're what, civil the, suits, you know. Yeah, what does that mean? You get eight cents in the mail as part of some class action? Yeah, what's maybe. the real... What do we want? What could come from this that would satisfy you, Donna Valentine? Hmm... Well, I'm not really your audience for my concert going days are practically over. Um, So it's okay for me. But I'm like watching, you know, friends struggle. They're trying to figure out Madonna tickets and they're like, oh, they've got this tear thing going on. It just remember you used to just go to freaking Ticketmaster's box office downtown and you'd go hi three tickets for the Garth Brooks show and they just print the tickets right there hand them to you wow or how about we go back to I think we had to do this for Bruno Mars Steve barcodes mm. so that that you can't resell the tickets you know you're an individual associated with that barcode beep when you go in mm. there's got to be a way that'll never change you know why because they're you're dealing with a money making empire these third party ticket resellers yeah they would never let something like that fly and there's too much money and special interest and lobbyists and all this behind the scenes stuff 
that you and me want there to be a better way, but I don't know that there's going to be a meaningful, better way moving forward. It will take a drastic change that would have to really, and pardon my French here, tick off some companies who would stand to lose quite a bit of money, I think, as a result of it. I think in the end, we just lose. I am very pessimistic on Ticketmaster and concerts and this resolving itself. I think if there's a resolution, it's going to be a PR headline resolution that isn't really going to impact. There may be slight change, but I don't think there's going to be meaningful change. And I hope I'm wrong. And if I am, play this audio again at my funeral. Okay. Wait a second. If we are playing this at my funeral, hey, Steve, it's <laughs> you. Hey, man. You what happened? Oh what God. happened? Oh, Steve. I don't know. You're so silly. Would you like to know? Hmm. No. What age you would die at? No. Okay. Would you? I guess not. I feel like it would really do a good job of lighting a fire under my caboose, right? You wouldn't, if I knew I was going to die in two years, I wouldn't put any trips off. I'd take them today. Thank you all for listening. You're welcome. Uh, Dolly Parton is, um, ooh, she is working on this rock album, and she was on the Rachel Ray show, and she said, you know, that she really wants to get Cher, um, mm. but she says they've got all kinds of wonderful people for this album. Elton John, Paul McCartney, Miley Cyrus. That would be really fun to hear. That will be. It will. I mean, I thought her performance at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony was pretty cute pretty good i agree with that i agree i mean she's still dolly and she's gonna have that vibrato to her voice and it's still gonna be soft and but i mean she gave it her best shot you know yeah and if she has a good producer behind her which she will yeah you could you could really mash some of those voices up in an interesting way she needs to get someone like a like a jack white to produce it or um Rick Rubin somebody like that somebody like prolific in in producing rock yeah how about Shania Twain's ex what what was his Mutt Lang she needs Mutt. somebody like that yeah his name is Mutt, Mutt Lang. Lang yeah his name's Robert Mutt Lang but everyone calls him Mutt oh okay but his first name isn't Mutt Mutt hi I'm I, Mutt Lang I don't think his mom looked at him and went oh Look at our baby. <laughs> we mutt. shall call him Mutt. Uh, <laughs> I've got some uh, news about SZA. Okay. I think this is sort of interesting. Uh, SZA's SOS album sold the equivalent of 119,000 units in the United States last week. And that was enough to keep it on top of the Billboard 200 for the sixth consecutive week since its December 7th release. Here's why it's all noteworthy. That feat has been matched only by Adele and Taylor Swift in the last decade. So SZA has an album that's been at number one for six consecutive weeks. And uh, the only two two other people to do that, Adele and Taylor Swift, that's darn good company. Like in history? In the last decade. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sharing that information. I have one more story. All right. Um, Drake's concert at the Apollo had to stop 
after a fan fell from a second story balcony into the crowd below. TMZ has all of the video. It happened like 90 minutes into his set. And in the view from the floor seats, you see a body come falling out of the sky, landing on top of other fans who were there. Um, You could see him leaning over the balcony in another view and then just falling over the ledge. Um, He's okay. He's okay. The people he landed on, okay. They're okay. Uh, Drake didn't appear to see all, you know, the fan fall because he had his back turned to the crowd at that moment. But a few seconds later, crew member ran on stage to tell Drake he's got to pause the show. It was a 26-year-old guy. He was possibly intoxicated. Uh, He was uncooperative with officials, and then he was taken to a hospital in Harlem. And, um, yeah, they're reported to be okay, no major injuries. So the concert was delayed like 15 minutes. Partially because the guy damaged a light fixture on his way down. Oh, on his way down. <laughs> yeah. Like he was taking the well, escalator. it's a theater, on, you know, and there's all these beautiful chandeliers and things, you know? Yeah. Uh. I'm glad he wasn't hurt. Glad the people below weren't hurt. Wouldn't that be a surprise? Oh, God, you could break Drake, your neck. we're loving this concert. Boom, 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 boom. Guy is on top of you. Yeah. Who fell from the sky, for all you know. Yeah, me no likey. Me take break now. Me not want to do next segment. <laughs> no, uh, we have to. Goop has a Valentine's Day gift guide. Yep. Donna, I opted not to look at it this morning okay. so that you could just cold read some of these to me okay. and Miguel, Mega Mike, Mike the Mensch, and uh, we'll react to them okay. when we come back on Donna and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Mighty Mike is with us as well. Hello. Yeah, I'm not loving that. Yeah. Yeah, what are they calling it. you on uh, the afternoon show, Bradley and Don? Oh. Just Mike. Oh, I thought Garden Center um, Mike. No, that's in the morning show. Oh, the morning show. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's hard to keep track. I, I do You're not loving Mighty Mike, Donna? I want to put an MC in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> MC Mighty Mike? Yeah. MC Mighty Mike. You know what? I'm actually ready to give you the right of way here because your indecision about this is really starting to chap my hindquarters. And so now I'm at the point where I don't want to say harshly, I don't care because I do care because it's fun. <laughs> I kind of want to call him something mm. like Gonzo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like something totally different. Gonzo is fun. I like Gonzo. <laughs> Mike, your feelings on Gonzo. <sighs> okay, we can't do that right, to him. Right. You or me, Donna, we could be Gonzo because we have noses that, you know, his nose is. Speak for yourself. <laughs> wow. Long. Mm. Okay. Just don't worry about it. It'll happen. No, it's not going to happen. You are so indecisive about this. Because they're all not good. They've been great. Mike the Mensch, people were losing their minds. And then the word Mensch started to scare you. Did you feel that we were being inappropriate? We asked that question early on. Are we allowed to say Mensch? We can say Mensch. No, that's a nice word. Why are we not calling him Mike the Mensch? Because it sounds weird. 
Mike the Mensch. Like someone's going to go, what did I say? <laughs> if they just tuned in. I want to tell you about Goop's Valentine's Day gift guide. I don't want to hear it. Okay. I'm scared. Gwyneth Paltrow, she's really, really outdone herself. She was on Shark Tank recently as a uh, oh, cool. investor. Yeah. Really? Don't you think it's interesting, too, how she came up with her name of the company? Spell it backwards, and it's Poog. I don't know the origin story for Goop. So she had heard, so Goop is her initials, G and P at the end, the beginning and end, right? Mm-hmm. She had heard that the most successful companies have two O's in them, in their t- in their name. Such as? Google. Google. I didn't know I was going to have to come up with other examples. I can't think of any others. Yahoo. There Yahoo. Okay, so there's two O's. So she decided to sandwich the O's between her initials. Mmm, sandwiches. Mmm, delicious. So, and look how successful her company is. Are you suggesting that it may have had something to do with that? No. Maybe. Maybe it's all, you know, all the stars were lined up. But anyway... Um, okay. There she does have a bunch of gifts that are under a hundred dollars, ranging from decor to a box set of like conversation starters. That's dumb. <laughs> I mean, there's cards called like twenty questions or those can be very fun. They can All help right. break the ice. Let's check them out. Let's see. Then people are talking, and it's like, hey, I don't know you so well, or let's spice up dinner conversation a little bit. All right. If you want to spend 100 bucks on this, that's great. Um, It's called Where Should We Begin? Hmm. I like that. So there's a stack of cards with um, intimate intimate prompts that you'll want to set aside for sessions with your partner. The rest are filled with, yeah. I, for things for family gatherings and dinner parties. She's got an acne three minute light therapy spot treatment for ninety nine dollars. Uh, let's see. She's got a hairbrush for seventy. Oh. A body cupping kit for sixty eight dollars. Some people like cupping. Have you tried it? Haven't been cupped. I Leaves don't... the big marks on your body for a few days too. Yeah. There's no way of hiding that you've been cupped, particularly with your partner. Or if you're a swimmer. <laughs> I love it! <laughs> um, well, then she's got a double-sided wand. Um, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Lady Toy. Oh my. She's got metabolism boosting super powder. Steve. I'm listening. Not telling you anymore. Uh, she's got lots of sex stuff, skincare, bath socks. 
So basically, this is just Amazon. Huh? Right? <laughs> Be curated for her people. Correct. Her people. You've seen her, her candle, people. right? Yeah. The title of the candle is This Smells Like My Blank. Yeah. And $75 just to have that messaging on the calendar, on, on the candle, excuse me. You can just do it on your computer and tape it to any candle. Yeah. I mean, we we joked about a, a Fauci candle. You can buy Fauci <laughs> candles if you want. You can get any of these Apparently. candles. You don't have to spend 100 bucks on that. Right. Anyway, you got, have you guys thought about Valentine's Day and your ladies? Are Oh, well, Mike's younger in his relationship. Yeah. He's he's engaged, so you probably have. Miguel, I have, have yeah, you? Yeah, we've been bouncing around different ideas, been thinking about some stuff. So, so. you're you're thinking an experience, not gifts. Yes, more likely an experience. We're more experienced people usually. That's that's great. Yeah. The experiences are great. Mm-hmm. Um no, I haven't. I I would not shift into Valentine's Day mindset, I don't think until the 13th the month. <laughs> <laughs> the month of February. Oh my God! There's a caviar ornament. It's basically just a picture of a piece of fish. You ever had caviar? Yeah, with you on your show. It was disgusting. That's right. I forgot we did that. Wow! Did you think about the time that you had caviar and then forgot that I was there? I had it in high school. No, <laughs> it wasn't that cold-hearted. I had it in high school as well. I went to a private school. No, we went. Was, the school was super poor, but one day a teacher brought in a tin of caviar, and we got to try it because we had watched some like Victorian movie or something. I don't so know. we had like the white looking stuff. You sure? Is it yeah, all it's caviar? Almost like little black clear. Balls? I thought it was black, but then they opened up the thing, and it looked like you know those things you buy as air fresheners for your room. Yes. You know, you open up the top jar and you pull the plastic part off, put the jar top back on. Mm-hmm. That's what it was like. You just pulled up white caviar, and yes, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't like Boba. So gross. Mm-hmm. What's Oba? Boba. Boba. What's that? Barbacoa bowl. It's Boba's like those little gelatinous balls that can be flavored that you can put into, like, tea. Have you heard of boba tea? Boba tea. Oh, my God. I had it for the first time when I was home in New Jersey. It was the most alarming experience. Yeah, if you don't know it's coming through that straw, you're you're. My niece is like, here, try it. It's my favorite. It's like, how can I? And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I'm chewing. (laughs) I'm thinking I have, like, just this juice. And I'm chewing something. And she's like, yeah, that's the boba. I'm like, I don't know what this word is that you're saying. Yes. What is it? Is that Japanese or something? How dare you, Donna? It is, right? I think so. As Asia. I'm going to say Greater Asia. Yeah. How come I never heard about that until a few weeks ago? It's a tapioca starch. That's what it was. It was tapioca. It was big when I was in college. Never heard of it. Out West. So 2002 to 2006, everybody was like, oh, there's boba. Let's get boba tea. Oh, boba. It was uh, popular in Taiwan in the early 1980s. Taiwanese oh. immigrants brought it to the U.S. in the 90s. Never. That counts as Greater Asia, yes? Yes. I'm from now on just going to say Greater Asia because I just have a poor geographical mind. And so I don't want to do what Donna just did. She greatly offended both uh, the Japanese community as well as our Taiwanese listeners. 
When we come back, we're going to play a game. Mm. It's tied up 7-7. Seven to seven. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is the name of the game. Call now, 651-641-1071. Bet on me or Donna. Bet on the right person. Win a prize next. Hey, thanks for listening. Donna and Steve at your service. There it was. That sounded as good as it did in my head. You do it great. You know, if the sun was slightly positioned just a touch differently, we're all dead. That's just true. He said, Mike said that the sun is shining out there. A a giant fireball raging. Sure. Thousands of light years away. Uh Uh-huh. And if it's, uh, you just got to move Earth a little bit, or the sun a little bit, and we're either freezing or burning. Wow. Food for thought, guys. Cram that in your freaking pipe holes. We could still use a collar. Yeah, we oh. Pipe hole. Uh, 651-641-1071. Hopefully the sun will stay exactly where it is and nobody will die and we'll play a game and you'll win a prize. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. Mike. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we will find out how smart you are. We had a couple callers that had already won, so we're still waiting for... Oh, oh gotcha. got one here. So All right, here we go. Steve and I will talk amongst ourselves. Hey, Steve, it's, how you feeling? Pretty good? The time now is 10.30. Mark. Coming up on 10.31. Preceded not long ago by 1029. Oh boy. This is how you fill time, kids. If you want to broadcast for your money. (laughs) My God. All right, we have a caller. Oh, wonderful. Hey, Mike, we filled time while you're gone. Hi there. I appreciate that. Not really. Who's on the phone? This is Jana. Hey, Jana, how are you? I'm good. Hey, I thought if nobody calls, I got a call today. Jana, this is this is your moment. the The stars have uh, aligned so that we could all be here together. What are you going to do after you play the game with us? I'm getting a facial today. Oh, oh my that sounds word. amazing, Jana. I'm living the life. Yeah. You sure are, girlfriend. Well, uh, I guess the topic is still animals. No, we moved on. That was uh, last uh, week. Oh, that was, was last it? Week. Oh. Yeah. Tell the blur. Now it's um, we're going to education. Oh, yes. because uh, it's uh, I think celebrate Education Day today or something. So we're going to celebrate that by uh, all pop culture questions that uh, revolve around either high school, maybe college, just education based. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Jana, what do you think? Who do you think knows more about education and pop culture? Uh, I don't know who knows more, but I'm going with Donna because yeah. I want to help you win. Thank you. All right. I'm going to go. Okay, sounds good. Jana, we're going to turn you down as well as uh, Steve will uh, step aside and we will get started. Again, education in pop culture, the theme today. Are you ready? I don't know. Sure. I believe in you. I think you're ready. Let's go. Let's see. It's uh, all tied up, right? Is the overall standing? Seven, seven. All right, here we go. Following their appearances in coming-of-age movies such as The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, St. Elmo's Fire, and more, what's the nickname of the group of young actors that included the names like Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy, as well as Molly Ringwald? They were the Brat Pack. Uh, this 1986 comedy highlights the struggles of Matthew Broderick's character attempting to play hooky. 
Oh, that's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And in 2003's Old School, this actor plays Frank the Tank, a middle-aged man who falls into his old habits of partying. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield, I think. I think. All right. I think I feel okay about that. Okay, sounds good. Well, I don't, should we check so with Jana just to we make should, sure? Yeah, let's check with Jana. Jana, Jana still G- there? Hi, Jana. Hey, oh. you know what? I can I can barely hear you guys. Oh, and no. You sounded kind of confident, so I'm going to go with it. Okay, sounds good. Hang on the line. Okay, hang on, Jana. Sounds good. Okay. We will bring Steve back in here. Come on, Stevie! Steve, Steve, Steve. 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 Hey, Steve. Steve. There, Steve. There, there, there. Oh, hey, oh he doesn't want to mess his pretty hair. <laughs> Okay, he's got he's got to put like curly cues on his ears. If I had hair like that, I wouldn't want to mess it up either. Yeah, me either. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Donna. (laughs) How did it go? It was very. We had ten seconds left at the end, so I I think I got them all. Crap! Son of a gun! Are you ready? Yes. We'll get it going here. Following their appearances in coming-of-age movies such as The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, St. Elmo's Fire, and more, what's the nickname of the group of young actors that included Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Ali Sheedy, and Molly Ringwald? My brother wants caddy for Judd Nelson, the Brat Pack. This 1986 uh, comedy highlighted the struggles of Matthew Broderick's character's attempt, character attempt to play hooky. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And in the 2003 movie Old School, this actor plays Frank the Tank, a middle-aged man who falls back into his old habits of partying. Will Ferrell, as it were, Ferrell. Hey. Did I just win? Oh, no! Oh, yes! Her eyes lit up. Oh, no. I can't wait to hear who she said. I was Uh, thinking of back to school. Back to school is what she was thinking of. With Rodney Dangerfield. All right. Yeah, we don't need to run through too much, but yeah, the first one is definitely the Brat Pack. Second one is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And the final one, Frank the Tank, played by Will Ferrell. Cute. Yes. Oh, Jana, I'm Uh, so sorry. No worries, I got a bunch of t-shirts already. (laughs) All right, enjoy your pampering and self-care. Bye, Jana. Bye. Shoot. So now it's eight. Is anybody keeping score? Should we write this down? I can just start keeping score. Let's just do that. We could write it right inside our show outline right there. Like, uh, here, I'll start. Steve, eight. D7. Yes. Fine. Yes. Man. (laughs) This is great. Yeah, for you. I can't let too big of a gap occur because then I'm just SOL, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. She's good, Edgy. Thanks, man. Oh, man. Um, hey, um, here's a tip. Do you need a whole thing? Here, wait, hold on. Time okay. for a tip. There you go. Um, so, this is just a good reminder. This is one of those things that's obvious once you think about it, obvious and kind of depressing, but people on TikTok are freaking out after realizing they've been calculating their birthday wrong. You're older than you think you are is the bottom line. Does that mean, am I, am I actually 40? You're in your 40th year, yes. You already finished your 39th year. Because when you turn one, you've already lived an entire year. You're in your second year. That means... No, this is stupid. It's super stupid. It's just no, a bunch of... But I disagree with it. Because when you turn one, you have you're being you're now telling someone you have lived for a one full year. year. 
So you're telling people how many years you've completed. I've completed 39 years. You know, TikTok is fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. That's stupid, I think. It's very stupid. I could not agree with you more. But it's also true. I don't know if it is. I'm not 40 until I've lived 40 years. They're saying that I'm 39 in two months. They're saying that you're 40 once you have entered your 40th year. Which, right, it's more about the completion. I'm sorry I blew up. Donna, I forgive you. Thank you. I don't have access to listener emails today, but Um, I was curious how many have come in telling me how great my idea is to have started to teach my kids about investing money. I would imagine there are a ton that I don't have access to yet. You would imagine there's a ton. Okay. um, Mike, I have done this experiment with my children. Okay. Where I uh, yesterday said, I, I will give each of you $10. Mm-hmm. I'll pony up to 10 bucks, sure. And you each can do research. And they did various amounts. You get to choose one stock okay. that you invest okay. that money in. And then 90 days from now, and we're doing a long time period so they can see the fluctuation of what happens over time. 90 days from now, whoever's, uh, whoever's $10 has turned into the most, they win everybody's money. Love that. That's so, cool. and then, so they were doing research last night. They were looking up, they were going back and forth between companies. They were looking at Amazon, looking at Netflix, Disney. They ended up on Apple, SoFi, and Costco. Okay. And uh, they were all excited asking when the markets opened this morning. Uh, Donna, do we have time to get through most of them? Uh, I'm not seeing any of those uh, <clears throat> in which you may have assumed would be here but we have one for mike's name good morning mike was talking about his love of vegas gambling and the movie vegas vacation on the adventures of bradley and dawn last week he made a reference to rusty's fake id in the movie so what about the nickname nick papa giorgio from yuma arizona huh <laughs> i like they they suggest mike papa g mike papa how g. about pa- can we call you papa g <laughs> sure, sure yeah that makes you sound old Papa G, Baby G, Papa there G. There could be confusion, too. I've had you guys reference me as Papa before when I do juice cleanses. Right, so fine, fine. There could be confusion for the listener, that's all. How about Psycho Mike-O or Mike Drop? Mike Drop is, no, do away with that clever stuff needs to go away. Fine, fine. Um, Psycho Mike-O, it feels too <laughs> tough to say. How about Sir Mike's a lot? okay that's cute shelly thank you that is cute um honest to goodness this is what people email us about more than anything else it's so funny it's the mundane stuff um yeah how about this no i'm not done well no i'm gonna suggest Mm. a deadline friday at 12 noon. No, it has to be next Friday. No, oh, bull crap, Donna. <laughs> Lots of people commenting. We've been commenting. talking about this for a month. Lots of people commenting on the if I go missing binders. They're loving it. Oh, uh, whatever. Hmm. Where are my people today? I got all the Donnas out there who are emailing. <laughs> um, Let's see. I don't know what this person's talking about. They said, Steve, why are you scoffing at this? 
We just heard you do a whole sem- uh, segment on preparing your kids for investing into the future. Does, do they mean, why am I scoffing at coming up with a what happens when I go missing binder Probably. when I just taught my kids to invest money? I hope the so. fact that they are correlating those two things makes me just want to excuse myself from that oh. argument. Well, look at this from Jamie. Hey, Donna, I bought mm. that book, too. We're so considerate. The book I bought was called I'm Dead, Now What? That's good. Mm. Um, has Money Monday moved to Tuesday, or have I got my days mixed up? That's from <laughs> Sheehan J. Hey, Sheehan J, Money Monday was canceled, okay? We had a glorious uh, year and a half run. Jason, hey, let's even know Money Monday was yesterday. Okay. Here's all, all right. the emails you were expecting. <laughs> Get to the positive ones that are like, wow, Steve, that's awesome that you are doing what the schools don't do, which is teaching your children about investing. Sometimes education starts at home. Hey, Donna. Read those ones. I just saw a story yesterday on the Today Show that paper maps are making a comeback. (laughs) I thought you would be pleased. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm looking looking for something for you, Steve. I'm sorry. I'm just not seeing it. Are we only on closed circuit today, just in, like, (laughs) long-term care facilities? Only... (laughs) Where are my people? <laughs> Listen, I am so sorry. I am not seeing anything on your segment. I think that's when everyone went to the bathroom. Look up, like, just <laughs> keyword search good dad or or pururposeful parenting or something like that. Maybe yeah, that's what they put I'm it under. I'm so sorry, Steve. Oh, By the way, shout connection. out to our long-term care facilities. They do wonderful work. I was just... Referencing that it was a bunch of people. You know, my mother and you share a lot of sensibilities. My mother is not in a long-term care facility. She's in a home that she's been in long-term. Her home. A house. Okay, this isn't going well. We better go. She thinks like you think, which is paper maps. I love atlases. I'm obsessed. You find atlases more exciting than the stock market. Yes, I do. But look at the time. Look at it. <laughs> look at it. Um, we got to go. I got, I, I've sort of mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again when we come back. There's a cool little perk of Peacock. If you're a Peacock TV watcher, uh, if you've got that streaming service, I just want to make sure that you know about something. It might not be for you, but maybe someone else in your house. We'll tell you what it is. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey, guys, it is Donna Valentine for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, where they are dedicated to helping people under the most difficult of circumstances. Whether you are suffering from an injury, lost a loved one in a fatal accident, or you're facing criminal charges, Mike Bryant assures that every tool at their disposal will be used to protect your rights. You know, and uh, not only does Mike understand the legal aspects of personal injury, but as a parent, he also knows how it can affect families. Oftentimes, there's medical expenses, lost wages, rehab costs, distress, which can change things for everyone at home. You could get a hold of Mike or a member of his team for a free consultation to assess your case. And if you do have an actionable case, Bradshaw and Bryant will put their knowledge and experience to work for you. Justice for the injured. It's their slogan, but also the reason they're attorneys, because making a positive difference in people's lives is what they're about. You can find them today online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hello. How's everybody? It's a Tuesday. Can you believe it? 
Tomorrow it's going to be hump day. We're halfway through. Oh, oh yes, that's what we... We're getting there, guys. Look at us. We should oh. tell, too, if case folks are new to this show. Um, hump day is a reference to Wednesday. And it, it's the middle day of the work week for most people who work a traditional Monday through Friday. And so if you think of, in your mind, if you visualize a camel, the one-humped ones, not the two-humped, but if you think of that camel where they store a lot of their water pouch. Right, Steve. <laughs> Can I read you an email? Everybody knows what hump day is. Thanks. Um, email says, Dear Mr. President, possible alternatives to waterboarding. Money and tree talk with Steve. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> At the very oh. least, on the judicial level, they should, you know, punish, you know, teenagers by making them listen to some of your TED Talks. Mike, can you believe the amount of disrespect <laughs> that I get on this show? I try it to won't say. be surprising when someday you guys show up here and I'm just not doing it anymore. You'll point back to days like this when I tried to educate people, make them richer, make our children richer. And, by the way, help people breathe. That mouth breather who wrote that email is probably sucking up all the oxygen created by one of my 16 trees. They're a tree <laughs> chopper downer is what they are. All right, Steve, you did get some emails. Okay, please. Oh, we have all the time in the world. I feel like they just popped up like they didn't come through right away. That's because I have called a, on the people. We did have a caller that wants a reminder of what their email address is. So they oh. can email in. And Donna it, and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. You know, nice and short. Okay, this one says, <laughs> Steve, I love your idea for teaching the value of investing in stocks. I very much encourage you to do what you're doing as I never learned this in school, mm. but it is an important life skill. But Next maybe, email. I'm oh, not done with this one. Maybe adjust it a little bit. Oh, what are they thinking? The person whose stock wins gets some type of bonus, but everyone gets to keep what they have. Then the next week, they start again with a new stock, but keep what they have. Okay, I'm open to The winner this. gets maybe 20 bucks the next week. This would teach the value of diversity and help them build a portfolio. I like this person. And the value of keeping the stock for the long term, even though it may go down in the short term. This is a great idea because as we were looking at various stock charts yesterday and we saw the one day and they were like, whoa, look at that. And I said, but zoom out, my friends. Don't be fooled by that chart. What has it done in the last month? Right. Year, five years. They could learn about dividends. I'm, I'm open okay, to right. altering that. There I'm sure go. we have a few more to get to. Continue, Donna. Um, this person says you're a better dad than I. Okay. I love it. Um, okay. We got hot mic. Um, I guess if you want to teach your kids that capitalism really means if you don't make a perfect choice, you're a loser. <laughs> your end game isn't perfect. You're taking the money none of them worked for and giving it to the kid who also didn't work. <laughs> That's Teresa, our buddy. Oh, does that mean I'm getting a little bit uh, communistic in my... my uh, yeah, a little bit. I'm divvying it out? Yep, and that's all. And then the next one is for Mike's name, which is... Gang, ganger Danger. Ganger Danger? 
I don't think really yeah. close to Stranger Danger, and I don't want that. As yeah, my no, game. let's not do yeah. that. Yeah. All right, that's not going to work. I All might right. alter my how they win this, though. Those are some really good ideas, guys. Bet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I was watching Peacock last night, and for all you wrestling fans, or maybe you have one in your family, just a reminder that Peacock is pretty cool in that they also offer the WWE Network, which means the Royal Rumble, which happens, I think, this Saturday. It's like such a cool wrestling event. 30 wrestlers come into the ring separated. They enter the ring 90 seconds apart from each other. The only way you can get eliminated is knocking someone over the top rope, and then both of their feet have to touch the ground. Can't pin them or anything else like that. It's just such an entertaining match to watch. I remember watching it as a kid and just thinking, like, this is so awesome. And you would see so many wrestlers in the ring at the same time. Well, my reminder is, if you have Peacock, you have access to every Royal Rumble ever. Not to mention every WrestleMania ever. All of the pay-per-views that you weren't able to get when you were a kid because whoever bought pay-per-views, right? Right. They were too expensive. And now you have access to all of them. And I know we have a lot of wrestling fans because this is a big wrestling state. The AWA used to really be uh, Vern Gagne, mm-hmm. and this was like a big territory back in the day. It's cool. You should go back and watch it. You'd be entertained laughing at all the different gimmicks that guys were coming out. And I saw the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan square off last night during a Royal Rumble. It was great. Then the Barbarian comes in. Mm. Oh, it was very exciting. I liked the 80s wrestling. That's what I watched last night. Okay, so when you watched, whenever you watched it originally, were you like, whoa, this is so cool? Or were you in on the gimmick as well? No, I did not know that it was fake, if that's what you're asking, as a child. So even as a child, I remember being like, dad, because my dad would put it on. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And he'd be like, what? You I know? really do think it's, if we may stereotype gender for a moment, it really does shake out that way, it seems a lot. The other day when I played it for my nephews and my son, we were all watching it. And it was legit from, I think, 1992. Okay. And they were everything that happened. Oh, no way. They were picking guys that they wanted. And then Lou just starts laughing in the kitchen. And then I hear <laughs> saying, oh, my gosh. I'm like, babe, don't ruin the vibe. Okay, but... This is drama. It's, it's like okay a soap opera en- for men. It's okay to enjoy it as long as you're in on the joke, right? Because th- you could watch it and be like, oh, yeah. Even even if you know that it was planned behind the scenes beforehand, you're still watching theatrics play out. You know what? In this next segment, we're going to, at 11 o'clock, we're going to break down the Razzie Award nominations. The Oscar nominations came out. But before we do that, I'm going to pull up some iconic internet sound of a guy, a middle-aged man, who was at a forum where wrestlers were talking, old wrestlers. Is his name Steve? No, but talking about, (laughs) are you in on the joke? I'm going to just let you hear this guy Thank the wrestlers in front of him, oh, and no. you will hear I'm his embarrassed passion. already. Mike, you already know what I'm talking about? Is it? Yeah, I think I do. Um, yeah. Confirmed, but yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into it. It's going to be fun. And All Razzie right, okay. nominations, that and a dirt alert, next.